Welcome to the Intentional Living Podcast with Dr. Randy Carlson. What can you do to impress your boss? Intentional Living Workplace expert Linda Swindling joins Dr. Randy now to help you take practical steps toward greater job security. Welcome to Intentional Living. And you know what? If you're a problem solver at work, you are worth your weight in gold, sometimes literally. That's what we want to talk about today, being a problem solver and also maybe a self-starter getting going in work. And we want to celebrate those who solve problems. Anybody can bring you a problem. Anybody can be a critic. We live in a Yelp world where everybody is a critic. Everybody has an opinion. But don't you love it when someone comes and said, I see this problem. Here's what we can do to solve it. And then goes beyond it to actually solve it. Linda Swindling joins me. She's a workplace expert, uh, contributes a great deal to intentional living, and does a lot of teaching. In fact, she just finished a conference online, I think, before she joined us. Linda, welcome to the program. How are you doing today? Well, great. Yeah, we just did something on goal setting and intentions. Can you believe it? Fantastic. <laughs> now more than ever. And, and I'm thinking with the Zoom world we're living in, employees are so disrupted from uh, normal and businesses are struggling. This topic of being solution-focused is so important. And I know you do a lot of work with people. Where does this rank on the value add for a boss who's listening today, having someone who's a problem solver? I can tell you exactly where it ranks. Randy, if you tie that with self-starting and being a problem solver, those are two and three. First one is have a positive attitude. The next two are be a self-starter and know how to solve those problems. We did a survey of over 800 people, 800 leaders, and that's what they said. They said, you got to have people who get into action. Don't just sit there and look around and, you know, delay. We've all been with those people. But actually say, hey, I've got an idea. Do the self-starting. Determine what could I do to be results-oriented and so just waiting around. You have a lot of problem solvers when someone gives you the problem. But are you looking around? I love that suggestion. Bring two suggestions to your boss. Say, I'm thinking about this. No bosses ever get that. They get the complaints, but they never get the, hey, boss, I've been thinking about it. And what's so funny is if you ask them, do you have two suggestions, people would give it to you. So first thing, step up. Say, hey, boss, I have an idea. Or if you see something happening, step in. Don't wait to be called over and be asked. Or if you hear something on the phone that's a little off of your exact job title, you say, can we go back and you tell me what you're thinking about here? And see if you can help solve that problem. So that's the first one is be a self-starter. Don't just stall and wait and delay. And if you couple that with the problem solving, boy, you're a hero. You know, someone who's a real problem solver and a self-starter is on the call with us today is Rob. He's right over there on the other side of that Zoom call with us. Rob is our senior producer, and and, uh, he's sending me notes. He's calling. He's saying, hey, maybe when we do the program, you could add this or subtract this and do that. And he doesn't just say, hey, I've done my job, I got the show ready, and I've got the thing set out. He's always thinking. And I've told Rob, and I've told him on the air, and I've told him in person, I appreciate that. And so I celebrate you, Rob, today for going the extra mile. That, As a boss, that's important. I mean, we look around, and, and there's a lot of people who can bring problems, but with the people who bring those solutions can make a big difference. So what are some of the ideas that you have? What I know you've shared some helpful things that we're going to put online here that you've created for us, but what are some problem solver tips, some things that you'd recommend for listeners to get in that category as a problem solver? Well, the first is ask questions. You know, where do you need help, boss? Or I, I want to be clear about what you just said. 
So many of us don't want to look stupid. So go ahead and ask so that you're solving the right problems. But after that, what's the real problem? Have you seen all the drama? I've seen a lot of people being zoomed out and stressed. And they get caught in this drama that has nothing to do with anything, really. That's not going to move the business forward. It's not going to help anyone around them. So those are two big ones. And then you've always been good at this, Randy. Uh, You really strive to understand people's situations and their point of view. And a lot of people, especially we've seen it with politics, we've seen it with religion, we've seen it with how people deal with different crises, they get so set on their point of view. How can you problem solve if you don't at least understand somebody else's point of view? Well, look what's going on. And we talk about what's happening in Washington and happening politically. Instead of people sitting down and trying to work through things, one of the things that we've, we've always taught in marriage, I've always said, listen, when you take a position too soon in a discussion with your spouse or in the workplace, once you take a position, you end up having to defend it, even when it's wrong. Sometimes we shake our head, we hear a person take a position, and we think, that's just plain wrong, and they keep defending it. And so, like you say, being able to see the other person's point of view, we say that in marriage, getting behind the eyes of your spouse, in the workplace, getting behind the eyes of your boss and your coworkers, understanding what the needs of the business are very important. So striving to understand the situation from their point of view. What are some other tips uh, to help us be problem solvers? You know, you went right into another one. How are you going to look for a resolution? Instead of pointing fingers at everybody and blaming, okay, great, now what? Now we've had problems in our marriage or especially at work. All right, now what? What's next? And instead of saying, well, can you tell me exactly what I need to do next? What solutions make sense to you? Bosses, leaders, really good decision makers are very good at tweaking. They just need to hear the solution and then they'll help you tweak it. Don't make them think for you because then they don't need you. And here's one that nobody tells you to do. Accept responsibilities for solving the issues that weren't your mistakes. You know, sometimes somebody else made the mistake. And don't you hate when you call in and and they say, well, that wasn't my fault. You're like, I don't care whose fault it is. I need the mistake fixed. And probably the best one, stay cool, calm, and in control. No matter how difficult the situation is, no matter how difficult that person is, Remember, your ability to think really depends on your ability to stay cool, calm, and in control. You know, we focus on one thing that's part of intentional living. What's the next right one thing? What's one thing at the end of every day that you can look back and say, you know, I I brought glory to God, benefit to other people, encouragement to myself and my family. Maybe for the next 30 days, maybe as a problem solver, say every day I'm going to try to solve one problem uh, that, that needs to be solved. And... And if the problem, sometimes there are only five minutes to solve a problem, a phone call, an email, um, just doing it. And asking people, what do you think would help? What would solve the problem? You often don't have to solve it for them, but you have to be that ear to help them think. And that's what we forget to do. Wow, well, what, because Randy, if you're living with a problem, you probably have a good solution. We just need to ask you what it is and then say, how can we help you do that? Yeah, and that that's the second part. We're talking about problem solving today, but it, it really has to be connected with what we talked about before it came on the air here, and that's being a self-starter. What if someone says, hey, I see the problem, I want to be a problem solver, but I'm not good at getting started. What are some, just one or two things that people can do who find themselves not being the self-starter they know they need to be and want to be, frankly? 
One is you can get a buddy. You can have a champion and go in together and say, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? A real easy one is you just throw up an idea and say, it's not quite baked yet. I'm not quite sure, but I am seeing this issue. I was wondering if we could come up with a solution that would solve this. And you'll be surprised. All you had to do was bring up the issue, and the problem solvers in the room are like, oh, great, let's all work together. But you have to initiate it. You have to say, I want to help solve this. What can we do? That's great. Hey, well, Linda, thank you for joining me today. Great tips. I tell you what, uh, you've shared some information that we want to put up on our, um, it is up on our website, in fact. Uh, Rob, you tell me, just go to theintentionallife.com, go to our broadcast highlights, and you can download some really helpful things from Linda and uh, all the work that she does um, helping in the workplace. So, Linda, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I always love being here. Dr. Randy Carlson with workplace expert Linda Swindling, helping you to be intentional in the workplace. Remember to check Dr. Randy's website, theintentionallife.com, for more practical resources to help you live intentionally. That website again is theintentionallife.com. For Dr. Randy, special guest Linda Swindling, and the entire Intentional Living team, thanks for listening. 